Alex Marshall started coaching in February 2020. I think I just heard a collective groan. Alex did too, which is why she turned to social media, specifically Instagram, as a way to gain followers and leads. And while most of her leads still come through social media, in the intervening three years since she started coaching, she went on a journey that nearly led to burnout and leaving social media altogether. Today, she's back in a way that works best for her. And we'll discuss how you, dear creator, can have a healthy relationship with social media as well. Plus, in the pro show, we talk about ChatGPT. It was newly hot when we recorded, and it was fun listening back given where it is today. So I'm really excited for you to hear this episode. Uh, Look for these top takeaways. Uh, It's easy to put too much pressure on yourself when you feel you need to post every single day. Uh, Alex recommends picking one platform, so keep an ear out for that as well. And don't be in an all or nothing mindset. It's okay to miss a day or a couple. Today's episode is brought to you by Text Expander, Groundhog, and Learn Dash. You'll hear about them later on in the show. And a quick content warning there is a bit of salty language in this episode. So if you are listening in public or with the kitties around, uh, maybe put some headphones in. But that's it. Let's get to the intro and then the interview. Hey, everybody, and welcome to How I Built It, the podcast where you get free coaching calls from successful creators. Each week, you get actionable advice on how you can build a better content business to increase revenue and establish yourself as an authority. I'm your host, Joe Casabona. Now let's get to it. All right. I am here with Alex Marshall of uh, Alex Marshall Coaching, owner and CEO. Uh, Nutritionist coach is what we were talking about in the uh, pre-show, or at least nutrition coaching is what I wrote down here. Um, Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about like social media and burnout. And in the pro show, we're going to be talking about chat GPT uh, and our impressions as we record this in January of 2023. Alex, how are you today? I am doing great. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thanks for coming on the show. We had a most excellent pre-show that I didn't record. So that's just for us about South Park. Oh man, we covered a lot of things. We covered a lot. It was (laughs) yeah, Doctor Oz. He was uh, at Rangers or whatever. However, he mispronounced both of those. Oh, Wegmans. Wangers is what he said. I think it's Wegmans (laughs) and Renders. Yeah. What a well. Anyway, the crudités. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the crudités. Of course. Everyday people going to buy crudite. Yeah. Um, anyway, we had a really good pre-show and uh, it's a bummer for everybody who wasn't us. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Missed um, out. But I'm really excited to talk to you today. We met at Craft and Commerce last year. Um, and I wanted to specify that we are recording this in January 2023 because who knows, by April when this episode comes out, ChatGPT might have like taken over the internet and right? might actually just replace this whole podcast with whatever it wants to replace it with. So. <sighs> These are I mean, our it's impressions like, now. It's exploding so quickly. I just heard about it in the last couple of weeks. And since then, I've seen so many posts about it. So I'm very curious to see what will happen in April. I know. Likewise. So um, 
but we'll talk about that more in the pro show. Mm -hmm. I reached out to you because I thought you were doing a great job on like posting stories on social media and really interesting, engaging content. I'm not your target audience, but I still thought it was like, I just like followed it. Actually, it's After my dogs, Crafting to be commerce. honest. Yeah. <laughs> you like seeing my dogs. <laughs> I like seeing your dogs. You know, actually, fun fun fact that longtime listeners will know, I am not an animal person. <gasps> I know. If you want to hang up right now, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I considered it, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, but you have, like, really good content. And so... Uh, Thank you. And um, I started following a lot of health people inexplicably. Uh, not because, like, I wanted to get healthy. But uh, <laughs> just like, because uh, I got connected with you and then Shantae, uh, who was a guest on the podcast earlier mm-hmm. la- or later last year. Um, and uh, so I just followed a bunch of people. But I really like, I feel like I engage with your content more than most because it's like very like approachable, you know, like here's some stuff you could buy at Costco, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Like healthy stuff or here's alternatives or like, hey, like you can eat that piece of cake. It's okay. Like, yeah. Um, Totally. So I really like that. And so when I, I pitched you on Instagram, social media selling, uh, you you pitched the idea of burnout, which I, yeah. <laughs> I I thought was a great idea because we're both in the creator economy. And there's like the conventional wisdom of like post every day and engage every day and be on every platform. Yeah. That's like too much. It's a lot. It's a um, lot. Yeah. So why don't why don't you tell me kind of your your story on that? Like what were you doing? What social platforms were you on? And when did you realize it was like too much? Yeah, I started coaching in general, this business in uh, February of 2020. Great time, great time. Um, (laughs) Quit my job, had no income and then pandemic hit. But great. Yeah. And so it was definitely very overwhelming. I was pretty much only using Instagram at that time to... um, just post daily, not even daily, just live pictures with like, you know, the heavily filtered, mm-hmm. like traditional Instagram yeah. back way back when. Yeah. And so this it is was my brunch. Yeah, exactly. Like with here's the, the sky. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that transition into, Hey, this account is now going to be a huge source of like potential income. Like this is how you are going to almost rely on your business surviving. Um, a lot of pressure there. And obviously there's like email and these other platforms, but like social media was, and still kind of is the tip of the, of the pyramid. Um, that's where most of my leads come through and everything. And so I do very much rely on that. And so there's a lot of pressure behind it. And, you know, of course, as a new business owner, some of the first people you follow on Instagram are like, how to grow your business and like Mm -hmm. how to do social media. And it gets very quickly, at least for me, it was very overwhelming because everyone says something different. Like this person says you should post every day. This person says you should post a reel when reels came out later, Mm -hmm. um, a reel and a static post every day and then show up in your stories 15 times. And then this other person says three times a week is fine. And so it's just (laughs) like, I mean, similarly to the health world that I'm in, this person says carbs are bad. This person says carbs are good, right? And so there's just a lot of conflicting information. And the other thing I find very ironic is a lot of people, the accounts, bigger accounts on social media that are that talk to you about how to grow your social media following. I feel like that's such a just cherry-picked niche 
Because mm-hmm. it's like, of course you are going to be able to grow easily on social media when you're talking about how to grow on social media. Right. Because everyone on social media wants to know that information. It's not like the everyone, people. <laughs> like not everyone like on the, social media wants to know like how to like shop at Costco, right? Like that right. is, right? And so it's, it can be, there's a lot of that comparison of, well, this person, I don't know if you follow like Brock Johnson or his his mom or whatever, but they're huge like, how to make your Instagram grow. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I posted a reel every day and got like 30,000 followers. And it's like, cool. Well, you're talking about how to do Instagram. Right. That will apply right. to every person on Instagram. Right. Like that's very different. And so there's a lot of that comparison trap that happens of like, well, how come I didn't get 30,000 followers? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, but, right. Um, it's like it's like people who try to who say they coach people on how to coach when they've never coached anybody, right? Yeah, it's like the yeah. same thing. Yeah. I'm going to teach you how to be an effective coach. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. never done it before, but I'll teach you. Yeah, ex- like I know how to do it. Um Yeah. And then right. on top of that, you have all these other business owners that are like, "Oh, like follow my things to make six figures in your first month." And you're like, "Oh, what?" And so yeah. there's just there's a lot to wade through. And so for me, I think I was pretty, pretty consistent-ish about posting at first. Um, and it also can be overwhelming because it's like there's so much stuff that, that you know and you want to talk about. But getting it out in concisely and digestible and like searchable and it has to be all these things so it can you know apply to the what the algorithm's favoring at the time mm-hmm. it, it just was a lot and then I had other projects come up I got more clients and that I, I was I think subconsciously holding myself to this standard of like you have to show up on social media You have to do these things. You have to launch this product and that entails all these things and all these different strategies. And it was so much to the point where I was just like avoiding doing it. Like I just stopped posting pretty much. Like I still kind of always show up in my stories with my dogs or like Mm -hmm. sharing funny memes or whatever. But actual posting on my feed like halted. I think I didn't post for like two or three months um, because it was just overwhelming. So let me ask you, did that mm-hmm. negatively impact your business? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Yes and no. I wouldn't say it was super negative, but things definitely slowed down. Last year specifically, like mid, um, mid to late 2022, I was in this other group program about, that was like a, a very small group program about creating and launching a course. Like we all kind of created a course together mm-hmm. and like launched it. Some people didn't launch at the same time and they pushed it out or whatever. But for the most part, it was that extra accountability. And at that time, like that was so time intensive. Like creating a course isn't super easy. Right. Um, on top of buying a house and moving and some like pretty, pretty gnarly family issues, people in the hospital, like, you know, a lot of stuff happening. Like it was just a lot. Right. Um, And so I brought on two assistant coaches last year as well. One in February, one um, 
a few months later, I believe. And so like we all kind of had some clients, but it definitely got to the point where it's like, okay, there's a direct correlation with I'm not showing up on social media as much and my income is now suffering because of it. Mm. Um, and it, it kind of was that, it felt like, you know, this downward spiral of like, well, if I don't post on social media, I'm not going to get any income. But also, like, I'm so overwhelmed and burnt out with social media. So, like, how am I going to get this income? And, like, what am I going to do? And it's, it was just a lot. And I would put all this pressure on myself of, oh, I have to have this uh, newsletter once a week. Um, at one point, I was like, I want it to be, like, three times a week. And then I have to post on on social media and do these things and show up and, like, also you know, all your whole life is content basically. So like take a picture of your food and like show your groceries. And I would be on Instagram seeing other people do it and seeing the posts that they were making that were so simple. And I'm like, well, well shit, like that's so easy. Why am I making this so complicated? Like for when reels first kind of were huge and coming out and everyone was like lip syncing to songs and like trying right. to audio for some reason in my brain, like that's what I had to do. But I'm like, I don't mm. want to dance. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do the things. But then I'd see someone do a reel that's just text over like a moving background. And like, that was a reel. And I'm like, well, shit, that's so easy. Right. But it still like was just so overwhelming for me that I like still just didn't do it. Right. Um, because, and so it, it got to the point where that pressure I was putting on myself of, I have to post and have to post this way and like make it be easy, but also it should be entertainment and educational. And it got to the point where I was just like, you know what? I am just taking social media off of my plate for a while. And if I post, cool, but I'm not going to hold myself to some standard. Um, and it got to the point like that was immediately a huge relief. Like just by being like, that is just not going to be a goal. For right now. Right. Like it needs to be again at some point. But for right now, I, my energy and time is occupied elsewhere with very important like life things. Right. Um, and my clients, of course, like those are always in the priority, like taking care of current clients. Right. And then from there, it kind of just, I'd be kind of scrolling, um, making breakfast and I'd hear this really funny audio and be like, oh, that'd be, I could do this one like funny reel about it. And then I would do it there on the spot and post it. Like there was nice. no strategy to my Instagram yeah. game at yeah. all. Like I would stop what I was doing. Also hashtag ADHD, like that helps. <laughs> um, I would stop what I was doing, like make a post and then like go about my day. So it kind of, I, I wish I could say I'm back at this point where I'm like posting all the time and consistent and have this whole strategy, but I'm, I'm not, at least in January. And, and so. I think, I mean, I think the moral of the story, right, is you don't necessarily have to, right? You need to do what works for you mm -hmm. because if it doesn't work for you, then you're not going to do it. And like you said, you're going to put so much pressure on yourself, right? I had multiple guests in 2021 that were like, you got to be on TikTok. And I was like, all right, I got to be on TikTok. So like I... First, I would do these cigar walks, right? So every afternoon I would go, I would walk because it's healthy. And then I would smoke a cigar to offset that because I don't want to be too much. Um, but then I would, as I finished my cigar, I would sit down in my backyard and I would give a 60 second tip on podcasting. 
Mm-hmm. And that was like super great for a while until like the day I didn't take a walk. Right. Yeah. And now I'm not. And people are like, well, you got to batch that. And I'm like, so am I going to get like five different shirts to wear and then like record five different? And that's too much work for me. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, well, you got to do short form video and Twitter and LinkedIn and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you yeah. know what? Like LinkedIn seems to in January seems to be working for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try LinkedIn for a while. Yeah. And yeah. maybe I'll re maybe I'll repurpose to Twitter. Instagram is really just for me posting my cocktail concoctions and cigars. Yeah, so I love it's it. It's for all my vices, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Follow me to, for Follow all me the for vices. More tips. Yeah. yeah. Go on to Instagram. I think, I think that's a really good point too about like there's so many different social media platforms. I didn't download TikTok until like mid last year. Mm-hmm. Um, a because I knew it would just suck me in, and I was like, I don't right. need another scroll app. Yeah. Um, my husband had it for a while, and a couple times a week we would sit down, and he would just show me all the funny videos he had found. Yeah, I like downloaded my friend, it. My friend sends me funny TikToks. Yeah, he's, like that. He's that like was my the TikTok. Extent. Yeah. Yep. That was the extent of my TikTok usage. I downloaded yeah. it solely for the purpose that I saw a video on Instagram, and it was that like. Um, reading rainbow filter with like the planets and everything. And it had oh, their yeah, face. yeah, yeah. And I had a really funny idea for that video, but the filter was only on TikTok. So I mm. literally downloaded TikTok <laughs> solely so I could use that filter. <laughs> and I do That's have awesome. a TikTok and I've posted some things, but it's like pick one that seems to have the best ROI for you, whether that's LinkedIn, whether that's TikTok, whether that's Facebook, whatever. and Go all in on that first and then worry about once you have the bandwidth, like the mental bandwidth to think about like repurposing into other things. And like you mentioned batching content too, and that's a huge tip. And I, I think for some people, it works. For other people, like for me, I just, for some reason, I've tried it multiple times and I just... I can't and I have found that it works better for me to have the idea for the post. I do have a capturing system and I use Notion for that. Mm-hmm. Um, where if I have an idea for a post, like a, sta- a swipe post or whatever, I can capture it at least there, right. jot down any kind of notes and then like revisit it when I feel like I want to do that, want to do that post. Um, but like, it's easier for me to be like, okay, I have this idea for this post or I know this one I want to do. I'm going to do the caption. I'm going to do the thing in Canva, post it. Um, and it it seems to be a lot harder for me personally to sit there and make a bunch of Canva graphics for a bunch of posts or a bunch of reels and then write all the caption. Like that just, it's harder for my brain to wrap itself around. And so again, I had to take that pressure off of myself to batch. I might try it again one day, but for now, that's just not what works. Um, yeah. And, and I, like, I feel the same way. Like, yeah. especially because like, I do like threads or like the carousel posts on LinkedIn now, which are mm-hmm. like, you know, a solid, I don't know, 300, 200 words, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like I 10 tweets. I have been on LinkedIn for a while. I should probably check. <laughs> LinkedIn is like, I mean, do, you know, take your own advice and see what works best for yeah. you. But LinkedIn has been way better for me than every other social media platform so far. Yeah. Um, And I think the big thing to remember is figure out where your clients are. 
yeah, and absolutely. go there first. Like my clients, I've gotten one client on LinkedIn, I will say that, randomly, like she just happened to message me. Um, I thought it was a spammer at first, so I almost didn't respond. Yeah. But like my clients aren't really on LinkedIn. They're on Instagram. And so like that's where I tend to, and, and Facebook for the most part too, a Facebook group that I'm in. Um, and so that's where I, like I don't put pressure on myself to do TikTok. I can probably find right. some leads on TikTok if I really tried, but I don't have a space for it right now. So right. It, it's just my zone out app for the time yeah. being. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, um, yeah, and I, I, I agree wholeheartedly there. Um, oh yeah, batching doesn't really, cause it takes a lot of energy for me to yeah. do one post. Yeah. And, and like, I, have, like, I, I have, you know, I have other stuff to do. Yeah, I do follow, <laughs> um, I do follow a couple people that are open about like their strategy with batching and like that's just all they do in one day. Like they give right. themselves a whole, like they'll do some admin type stuff too. But for yeah. the most part, it's like, that day is the Canva creation day. The next day she'll go in and add all the captions or, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, and I've noticed too, cause you mentioned like, oh, am I supposed to change shirts and stuff like that? She, she does not. Like if right. you can go through a thread and see like these definitely were recorded on the same day at the same time. Oh, but it's oh, like, I as see. the consumer, I don't care. Right. Who cares? Like yeah. at all. And so like, yeah. Catching yourself in that where it's like, we can care, but do the people consuming the content know or notice or care? Right. And having that. If they like, notice, it means they're watching all your videos, right? Maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, so it's like, it was interesting and, and kind of, you know, flattering for me too, at the beginning when you were like, oh, like your content, like you seem like you're, you've got it all together and you're doing the things. And it was, it's a good kind of reality check for me because I'm all up in my head about like, I'm not posting enough. I'm not like, it's coming. Like people can tell that I'm not posting enough or, or consistently, but you, the consumer are like, Hey, I love your shit. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. I guess it's not as, as big as I thought, I guess. This episode is brought to you by text expander. Look, one of the best things you can do for yourself as a creator is become more efficient. And Text Expander is one of the best ways to do that. What could you do with more hours every month? Repetitive typing, little mistakes, searching for answers, they're all taking precious time away from you and your ability to create great content. With Text Expander, you can take that time back. I use Text Expander every single day for full emails that I send to sponsors and potential sponsors, affiliate links, common social media responses, and even podcast editing instructions for my team. On average, it saves me 34 hours per year just in typing. That doesn't include looking for resources or finding that one email I wrote that one time so I can reuse it. Here's how it works. Drop your commonly used content into a text expander snippet and give it an abbreviation. Then type that abbreviation and your content expands wherever you type. Text Expander is available everywhere from the PC to the Mac to Android and iOS. Show listeners can get 20% off. Just sign up at howibuilt.it slash text expander and become more efficient today. 
This episode is brought to you by LearnDash. Look, I've been making courses for a long time. I've taught at the college level and I've created curriculums for several different organizations, including Udemy, Sessions College, and LinkedIn Learning. When I create my own courses, there's no better option than LearnDash. LearnDash combines cutting-edge e-learning tools with WordPress. They're trusted to power learning programs for major universities, small to mid-sized companies, startups, and creators worldwide. What makes LearnDash so great is it was created by and is run by people who deeply understand online learning and adds features that are truly helpful for independent course creators. I love the user experience. And now you can import Vimeo and YouTube playlists and have a course created automatically in seconds. I trust LearnDash to run my courses and membership, and you should too. Learn more at howibuilt.it slash LearnDash. This episode is brought to you by Groundhog. Groundhog is an open source CRM and marketing automation suite for serious agencies, small businesses, content creators, e-commerce experts, and WordPress professionals. Groundhog allows you to create funnels, automate email and SMS communications, and manage your contacts from the comfort of your WordPress dashboard. Unlike other SaaS CRM platforms, Groundhog does not charge you a success tax. Groundhog charges a flat rate fee, regardless of the size of your list. Groundhog will never charge you more as your list grows. It also integrates with all of the top WordPress, e-commerce, LMS, and membership plugins to create a unified customer experience. Start now with a 14-day demo for $1. Go to howibuilt.it slash groundhog. That's how I built it slash G R O U N D H O G G. Or use the code How I Built It for 20% off your first year of any plan. Thanks so much to Groundhog for sponsoring this episode of How I Built It. Thank you for sharing that story because I think it really resonates, right? Because you're right. Like there's like the be everywhere mentality, there's the be consistent everyday mm-hmm. mentality and like it, you got to do you know i had um marley major on the show she has a book called uh but are you making money or but are you making money i think is what it's called um mm-hmm. it was episode 301 um okay and uh she talks about like do the things that make you money like don't me posting on twitter has one time it built my mailing list by like 40 people. So like, great. Some of those people became customers. But like the thing that works for me is like webinar pitch at the end mm-hmm. or guest presentation pitch at the end. Yeah. And like LinkedIn is seems to be making good connections with me. So like those are the things that I'll keep doing. Uh, like you said, I don't know that people who are serious about turning their podcast into a business are on Instagram or on tw- uh, TikTok, mm-hmm. right? But on LinkedIn, where there are a bunch of marketing people and they know that podcasting is growing, that's probably where the, my people are. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't, um, I think his name is is Kay. He spoke it. He was one of the main speakers at Yeah, K-He. Yes. K-Hey, K-He, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I loved his talk 
about like the 10K work or whatever. Yes. Where it's like, what are the things? And I've heard this from other business coaches said different ways, like do the things that are going to move the needle. And it's that same type of thing about like, where are you getting the best ROI for your actions? Like yeah. for me, the newsletters, not really. So I put them to the back burner a little bit. And it's like, I know people, the Instagram content is where a lot of, like I'll have people on on discovery calls that I have with potential clients that are like, I loved your posts on like blah, blah, blah from like two months ago. And I'm like, oh, I forgot. I forgot about that one, right? <laughs> like I did a post on Noom um, that is consistently, I just reposted it, which that's the other thing, like repurpose your shit. Like, yeah. Even if you posted it last year, like I literally just went through, changed the graphics and the branding to match current stuff. Paste it, copy, copy, pasted the entire caption, maybe changed a couple things, changed the call to action and reposted it. And it again, took off like, and did really yeah. well. And so that was a huge one for me too, where it's like, just re- repost it. People don't care because you're right. always getting new people into your, into your audience that probably didn't scroll back that far, right? right. Um, And that's the same thing with newsletters too. Like I worry about like sending the same thing too many times in a newsletter and I'm like getting new people. Yeah. I sent this six months ago. People probably forgot or need to hear it again. When when you think about like open rates, I mean, if you have a 30% open rate, maybe someone in the 70% didn't see it the first time. Right, Um, right. And same thing with like your Instagram stories. I have like 2,100 followers at this time. Mm -hmm. I think... I'm lucky to go over 200 people on my story views. Right, right. And so it's like, you can feel like you're repetitive and posting about this thing you're launching every day. But like nine tenths of the people in your audience didn't see it yesterday. And so maybe like five extra people will see it today or something, right? So it's just that kind of stuff where it's like calling you on your own, your own beliefs. And the same type of thing I do with clients wading through all this nutrition advice, like well, there's 75 hard and there's all these things, figure out the aspects, like try not to be in this all or nothing mindset where it's like you either have to post every day or I just don't post at all. Cause that's where I was at. Like, right. I feel like I can't post every day. And so I'm just going to shut down and not post at all, but it's finding that middle ground. It's saying, okay, I like what this person says about posting and that frequency. I don't like how they say it needs to be like every day. I like what this person says about this part of batching, but not so like, and so it's like pick out the things that apply to you, the individual and what works for you. Because the other thing to remember too, is that Instagram growth account, that's their job. Right. Like they, um, a lot of times with my clients, they compare themselves to this other influencer about health and fitness. And it's like, that person doesn't have kids. <laughs> this right. is their job. Right. Um, like, and you have three children, you have two jobs, like, and you're, you have a husband or a spouse to, to take, to feed basically. Right. Yeah. Like, to be totally present for. different yeah. circumstances. And it's not fair to compare yourself there. So it's like the person right. that's telling you to post on Instagram every day, that's their job is to post on Instagram every day. It's right. Like, there's a lot yeah. of people that this social media thing maybe is a side gig and like right. they don't have the bandwidth to post every day. And so there's a lot of that. Um, I think that 
that comes up and just having that awareness to like take a step back and really think about like, where is this pressure and belief coming from? Am I putting this pressure on myself or is this a legitimate, like if I don't do this, something bad will actually happen? Or is that just a story that your brain has come up with that you're believing now? Right. I love that. I love, because it's, what it is, is, that was too many is's. I'm really sorry. (laughs) What it is, 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 uh, people are saying this works for me. Therefore, mm-hmm. it will absolutely work for you. Which no, never works in N- any context. Yeah. The first time, the first business I started out of college, I met with, I was like in this business incubator. And so I got to meet with all the established businesses. And one guy I met with said, if you want to be successful, you need to wear a suit every day. And I'm like, what year is it? Like, <laughs> I wore a sweatsuit the next day. Yeah, I like, love it. Here's a suit. <laughs> it's a suit. Um, it's in the name. <laughs> I need to be comfortable. I'm not yeah. meeting with the president. Yeah. And so, and then the next guy I met with was like, you know, you got to do, you just got to bang on the phones like all day and all night and call people. And I'm like, are you aware that email exists? Like, are you aware that that exists today? <laughs> That's a thing, yeah. It's like the great. thing that worked for you in 1980 <laughs> is not going to work for me today in 2010, right? Yeah. Like, so just do the thing that works best for you. Like, this is the takeaway, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have like, one more I think, soapbox thing. Oh yeah, you know. Go I was ahead. just gonna say, like, set your own expectations and make sure they're realistic for you and your circumstances. Like, I think that was the biggest thing for me is that I was putting all this pressure on myself. Like, yes, it was coming from the other people I was following, but I then crafted this belief and this expectation for myself without really considering or taking into account, like. of my brain space was occupied with like some really heavy life shit, like really heavy stuff. And so, like I said, once I just made that decision of like, I'm, I'm taking this off of my plate. If I post cool, if I don't, that's okay too. I like immediately felt this wave of like, okay, I can breathe a little bit. Yeah. And it really sounds like as soon as you took that pressure off yourself, you started coming up with fresh ideas, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the cooking breakfast and you saw the reel and then you like did one right there. Like, you can't do that when you're in a state of burnout or near burnout, right? Because mm-hmm. you're just thinking like, oh, this doesn't matter. Or like, yeah. it doesn't, I can't even give myself the energy to do this. Yeah, it's not um, going to be perfect yeah. and it's not going to be every day. So like, why even bother? Yeah, yeah why even bother? It's, yeah, it's, exactly. It's finding that middle ground that allows you to, have that creativity and have that yeah. like little moment of like, oh, this would be a really good idea. Um, right. And giving yourself and like, the permission to do it on the spot, even though it's not what yeah. your plan was. Like, right. Just if it, something's if it better resonates than nothing. With people, yeah. Something's exactly. better than nothing. Right. Or, or just like what you said, like, it, like it doesn't, well, what you say, like in your social media post, right. Mm-hmm. About like, um, I think this was you, right? Like, just because you have, like, cake at dinner doesn't mean, like, your diet's gone forever, right? Like, yeah. just next meal is the next pot, next yeah. the next time you can, you have the opportunity to make a good choice or whatever. Yeah, totally. Um, so, I, I really like that. Uh, set your own expectations and make sure they work for you and your circumstances. And, um, and serve your audience, right? Like, if if you manage those expectations... Um, your audience is not going to care. Like I said, I, can I tell you, I bought like, like video bombed my YouTube channel the other day. Mm -hmm. I uploaded a bunch of videos in 
two weeks prior. They're all my old courses that I'm no longer selling. And I purposefully waited two weeks so that they wouldn't show up on the subscriber tab. Mm -hmm. So like I had them unlisted and then I made them public. And that's what triggers listing on the subscriber tab. So anybody who is subscribed to me on YouTube saw like 40 videos without thumbnails, just like (laughs) frames from the video. Uh, And I was like, I'm really sorry. But you know what? Like most people were like, hey, glad to see you're back on YouTube. Yeah. Like, it was, like they it was, don't care. That's the thing. The, yeah, I got like 10 unsubscribes, but those are probably people who forgot I existed. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I don't care about this guy anymore. Like, Yeah, or bots. Like, I don't yeah, know right, yeah, or bots. bots. Yeah, exactly. YouTube, but so. The other thing too, really quick, is like, again, with those expectations, well, A, I, can, and I've seen this from other people too that have much larger audiences on Instagram, but you can do polls, right, in your Instagram stories. And I asked mm-hmm. my people, I was like, do you guys prefer reels? Like the really short reels or do you prefer the longer educational reels or do you prefer like a swipe post with a really long caption or swipe post with really, like an overwhelming majority said they like the swipe post with a really short caption. So that in and of itself, it's like, where it's frustrating because Instagram's obviously pushing reels. They're trying to be TikTok, right? right? So that's what they will push out. But your my audience likes the static posts. And so right. that took some pressure off of me. I made that decision of like, okay, well, I'm not really going to pressure myself to, to make reels then because I want to cater to my specific audience. And this is what they said they like. Yeah. So that was helpful. And then the other thing, again, about, about those static posts, I can get really in my head about like, I have to make it pretty and have all these graphics and it has to like have all these things. And like, and then I'll see someone else where it's literally just their posts are a solid color background with white text on it. And that's it. Right. And they yeah. do phenomenally well. Yeah. And so, it's, or the the tweet, the post that just look like a tweet, where that's it's me. like, how, that's am, my like, where, yeah. where am I overcomplicating <laughs> and putting this pressure on myself to show up a certain way when like it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Like there might so, be two or three people that are like, I loved the really pretty graphic ones. But for the most part, yeah. they care about like what's actually in the post. Right. The, and if the they're actual learning content. something. Like yeah. it doesn't give a sh- like who cares if it's got pretty backgrounds or a freaking if black and white. Like yeah. literally look, no. Look at Craigslist. Craigslist is still one of the most popular websites on the internet yeah. and it still looks like it did in nineteen ninety eight. Seriously. Much. Yep. So like exactly. Yeah. Same thing um, with like well, with Twitter too. Like that yeah. hasn't really I mean, I'm not on Twitter, but it hasn't really changed. Like right. it's still just like it's, text. Yeah. Maybe it's just, a picture. Yeah. There's some pictures now, right? Yeah. But like, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, we're coming up on time and I yes. want to ask you two questions to mm-hmm. close things out. Uh, the first is you said you get a lot of leads from social media. Um, mm-hmm. What does that look like? Do people like slide into your DMs and you schedule a call? Do you like, how does, how does that usually work? Um, it kind of varies. Sometimes on Facebook, in that group that I'm in, um, I have like full permission to solicit my services, which is very nice. nice. Um, And so we can do that, drop links in there. Otherwise, I have like the link in my bio thing, um, the Mm -hmm. link tree. And people can, sometimes people like I don't hear from it at all from them. And I'll just like get an email that they applied for something. Nice. Oh, okay, cool. Other times they'll send me a message. Um, and be like, Hey, like what's, what's up with this package or how can I work with yeah. you or whatever? I will say too, I, 
Um, yesterday I was out running some errands and I went to a smoothie shop and they had a little like business card holder thing there. And I was like, I have some business cards with me. So I dropped them in there. Not even an hour later, shit you not. Someone called me and they're like, I saw your card at the smoothie shop. Like, and I, I want to know more about your coaching. And I was like, what? What? So don't That's underestimate amazing. business cards. Like st- still in 2022, like don't underestimate it. Um, yeah. I, I love gotten, that. I got another client from a business card at a chiropractor office one time too. Like you just nice. never know. Yeah. So it, it varies to answer your question. Um, okay. And if, if someone's That's, listening and they yeah. like, are like, I want to know about this person. Th- like, don't, I always say like my DMs are open. I nice. am not, I don't have like a hundred thousand followers where I have to like really moderate my DMs. So like yeah. bring it on. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. Um, all right, and and my final question here is, um, where where are you at now? Like I usually say, like what do, what do you recommend um, for people to get started? But I think we covered that really well. So um, where are you at now with your social media stuff? Are you kind of doing it like as you think of it? Is there some sort of strategy right now? Um, I for the most part is as it comes to me. Um, like I said, I do have a way to capture ideas um, in Notion and. Sometimes I might go in and do that post, but for the most part, it is kind of spur in the moment or it's like, oh, I've had this idea in my head for a couple of days and I've had it listed. I want to do this post now. I am getting ready to launch a group program again. So my content will be a little bit more focused towards that. And I did buy for Black Friday some um, templates mm-hmm. for that. Nice. Um, and so I, I'll kind of explore those and see if I can tweak them. And then I think I'm really going to try to leverage that uh, chat GPT, um, which we'll yes. talk about soon, um, yeah. to try to help at least get some something started and then kind of tweak it. So Awesome. Yeah. Love that. Um, I'll share one tip that's, that's working for me right now is mm-hmm. uh, I'm in like a little co-working meeting every morning at 8.30 Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all just kind of like work on a LinkedIn post like right there. Like we just kind of do yeah. it in the morning and that's how we start our day. And then we move on to other stuff. And I, re- I really, that's been working for me. So I think I'm going to try to do that. Just like first thing I do when I get to my office is like work on a LinkedIn post. It's out of the way. And then it's whatever. Yeah, I like that. Um, I've but, tried to do that kind of like body doubling, co-working. Um, yeah. We've talked about it with my coaches and it's... Um, We've, we've tried. We did one and we just ended up like bullshitting most of the time. So actually yeah. Luckily, there's it. somebody in our group who like keeps me in line because really? it's definitely like Joe's the problem. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> the Taylor Swift song. Hi. Yeah, I'm exactly. The Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah. I love awesome. It. Well, Alex, this has been amazing. If people want yeah. to learn more about you, especially your um, your coaching services, wh- mm-hmm. where can they find more? Um, Best place to just go through and like totally stock all the things is definitely Instagram. That's where I post most of the things. Um, it's Alex N. Marshall. N is in Nicole. And you'll probably link it in, in show I will. notes and whatnot too. Yeah. That's yeah, my next so, spiel. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And so from there, like I said, you can slide into my DMs. I have a bunch of highlights about different um, things. Of course, I have a highlight for my dogs and uh, all that, all that fun stuff. That's the best place to find me. Awesome. Well, I will link to that and everything we talked about in the show notes, which you can find over at howibuilt.it slash 308. Alex, thanks so much for joining us today. I really appreciate Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, thanks for having me. 
And thank you for listening. Thanks to this week's sponsors. They are Gap Scout, Groundhog, and Learn Dash. If you want to hear uh, what how Alex and I are using Chat GPT, you can sign up for How I Built a Pro over at How I Built a It. How I built it slash pro. That's it. How I built it slash pro. It's five bucks a month. That's less than the coffee I paid for at the coffee shop today. So check it out. Good content, ad free. Uh, And until next time, get out there and build something.